appearance being very un-Russian. His black-haired neighbour inspected these peculiarities, having nothing better to do, and at length remarked, with that rude enjoyment of the discomforts of others which the common classes so often show, Cold? <sighs> Very, said his neighbour readily. And this is a thaw, too. <laughs> Fancy if it had been a hard frost. I never thought it would be so cold in the old country. I've grown quite unaccustomed to it. What, been abroad, I suppose? Yes, straight from Switzerland. Whew, my goodness, the black-haired young fellow whistled and then laughed. The conversation proceeded. The readiness of the fair-haired young man in the cloak to answer all his opposite neighbour's questions was surprising. He seemed to have no suspicion of any impertinence or inappropriateness in the fact of such questions being put to him. Replying to them, he made known to the inquirer that he certainly had been long absent from Russia, more than four years, that he had been sent abroad for his health, that he had suffered from some strange nervous malady, a kind of epilepsy with convulsive spasms. His interlocutor burst out laughing several times at his answers, and more than ever went to the question whether he had been cured. The patient replied, No, they did not cure me. Hey, that's it. You stumped up your money for nothing, and we believe in those fellows here, remarked the black-haired individual sarcastically. Gospel truth, sir, gospel truth, exclaimed another passenger, a shabbily dressed man of about forty who looked like a clerk and possessed a red nose and a very blotchy face. His name was Lebedev. Gospel truth. All they do is to get hold of our good Russian money free, gratis and for nothing. Oh, but you're, 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 you're quite wrong in my particular instance, said the Swiss patient quietly. Of course, I can't argue the matter, because I know only my own case. But my doctor gave me money, and he had very little to pay my journey back, besides having kept me at his own expense while there for nearly two years. Why? Was there no one else to pay for you? asked the black-haired one. No, Mr. Pavlichev, who had been supporting me there, died a couple of years ago. I wrote to Mrs. General Yepanchin at the time. She is a distant relative of mine, but she did not answer my letter. And so eventually I came back. And where have you come to? That is, where am I going to stay? I, I, uh, I really don't quite know yet. I, uh, both the listeners laughed again. Hmm. Mrs. Yepanchin. Oh, yes, a most eminent person. I know her. As for Mr. Pavlichev, who supported you in Switzerland, I know him too. At least, uh, if it was Nikolai Andreevich of that name. Fine fellow he was, and had a property of 4,000 souls in his day. Yes, Nikolai Andreevich, that was his name. And the young fellow looked earnestly and with curiosity at the all-knowing gentleman with the red nose. During the latter part of the conversation, the black-haired young man had become very impatient. He stared out of the window and fidgeted and evidently longed for the end of the journey. He was very absent. He would appear to listen, and heard nothing. And he would laugh of a sudden, evidently with no idea of what he was laughing about. "'Excuse me,' said Lebedev to the young fellow with the bundle, rather suddenly. "'Whom have I the honour to be talking to?' "'Prince Lev Nikolaevich Mushkin,' replied the latter with perfect readiness. 
Prince Myshkin? Lev Nikolaevich? Hmm, I don't know, I'm sure. I may say I've never heard of such a person, said the clerk thoughtfully. Of course not, replied the prince. There are none except myself. I believe I am the last and only one. As to my forefathers, they have always been a poor lot. <laughs> my own father was a sub-lieutenant in the army. I don't know how Mrs. Yepanchin comes into the Mushkin family, but she is descended from the Princess Mushkin, and she too is the last of her line. And did you learn science and all that with your professor over there? asked the black-haired passenger. Oh, yes, I did learn a little. I've never learned anything whatever, said the other. Do you know the Rogozins? asked his questioner abruptly. No, I don't, not at all. I hardly know anyone in Russia. Why, is that your name? Yes, I am Rogozin, Parfion Rogozin.